quiz time. Keep your Bibles open. We are going to touch things before and after the story of Lazarus. But hello, if you haven't met me, I'm Jamie. I'm one of the Year 12 leaders. Last time they dogged me, so thank you for backing me. Uh, today's big question is pretty big and pretty intense. So if you need to take a moment throughout, feel free to grab a leader and head to the back um, and have a, a sit or a chat. Um, and so the question is, does God care when we hurt? Uh, it's a big question because so many people suffer and hurt, and many in this room. Suffering is hard. It's real and it's raw. This is a real question for me um, and for a lot of my friends. So I've had family members who've struggled for years with depression and social anxiety. I've had family friends and family members who've passed away. I've had friends who've attempted suicide. Suffering isn't just mental, there's also physical injury and sickness. Um, so I've had friends who've suffered with endometriitis, uh, people who've had cancer. Um, so suffering can be physical, mental, it can also be this other things like the loss of pets or um, bullying at school. So sometimes with all of the amount of suffering, it can feel quite overwhelming with how much hurting and pain there is in the world in our lives. It sucks. So this isn't just an intellectual response to a friend who asks, where is God in my pain or why does suffering exist? This isn't theory. This shouldn't be a, a robotic response. We're not just reciting an answer. Um, instead, we should listen deeply. We should be slow to speak. We should just be present with them in their pain for as long as it takes. I'm constantly learning to, to just be there. Uh, a few weeks ago, I lay on the floor with my sister for an hour. She had a panic attack. So this is quite real for me. Um, what do I say? Like, what do I say to her? What, what would you say to a hurting friend? How would you answer this question? Maybe you need to answer it here and now. Well, I hope you would answer it um, as I hope I would answer it, which is with gentleness and grace, with love for the person, for my sister, with a deep care and compassion. Because as we will see today, God deals with us with gentleness and grace, with love for us, with a deep care and compassion. So to answer the question, yes, God does care when we hurt. He really does care. I would tell my sister the same things I'm going to tell you. We know that God cares when we hurt, as he suffered for us, so we don't have to suffer forever. So firstly, we know God cares when we hurt. We can see that Jesus cares when he sees Mary hurt. Mary had just lost her brother Lazarus, and Jesus comes a few days later when he's been dead for four days. We see this in verse 33. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. He loves her so much that her pain causes him pain. He was deeply moved in spirit. He was hurting out of his love for her. We continue to see how much our Saviour loves in verse 36. Then the Jews, then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Jesus' love is shown throughout this whole Lazarus story, not just what we read. Even in verse is 3, we see, Lord, the one you love is sick. And in verse 5, 
Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. He loves them. They are so dear to him. Our Lord is a loving Lord. He loves people. That's who he is. One of my favourite Bible verses is 1 John 4, 16, which is, God is love. He loves Mary and Martha and Lazarus and he loves you. He is our shepherd who loves the flock, who loves us. That's just who he is. His love will never fade or fail. Romans 8 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us. God loves you so much. Nothing can change that. No amount of of suffering or pain will ever change that. He cares so deeply for us. He loves you so much. And we know that he cares because of his actions on the cross. Out of his deep love for us, he came down and suffered so we would hurt no more. So we know God cares when we hurt as he suffered for us. Jesus' mission on earth was to bring us into a right relationship with him. So with all the suffering and hurt he went through, he went through for you so that you could be a part of God's family. And he suffered a lot. He understands what you're going through because he went through something similar. Maybe you've lost someone, a family member or a friend has has passed away. You can pour out your heart, your emotions, your thoughts to him. He understands. He's also gone through it. He's just lost his good friend, Lazarus. He gets the pain of losing someone. We can see that in verses 34 to 35. Where have you laid him? Jesus asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. The shortest, rawest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. He lost his friend the one who he loved. He gets it. He understands losing someone. He understands you. Or maybe you've gone through social pain, being bullied or teased or mocked, maybe by friends, maybe by family. Maybe you've been betrayed by a friend, bagging you out when the cool people suddenly come around, when the guy or the girl comes along, they suddenly change and they start teasing you and putting you down. He's gone through that. Judas, one of his 12 closest mates, Sells him to die for like a hundred bucks. Jesus also had his brothers doubt him and mock him. His other mate Thomas doubts him infamously in John 20. His good mate Peter even rejects him three times in John 18. And all his mates abandon him when Jesus gets arrested. They flee when it gets hard. He understands social pain. So you can trust him and talk to him. He deeply cares about you when you go through that. He doesn't abandon you. He will never leave you. He is always going to be there for you. He is a dependable friend. Or maybe it's not friends who have hurt you. Maybe you've been hurt by large crowds, by people who don't make you feel loved and valued, who don't include you. If you're hurting because of rejection from a, from a clicky group, then Jesus gets you. He was rejected, mocked, teased by a clicky group, the Jewish leaders. So in verse 37, it says, It shows that they that are doubting him, they mock him, even as he mourns. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? 
as he weeps, they mock. He gets rejected by them. He understands getting mocked by groups of people. He understands your pain. You can pour out your heart, emotions and thoughts to Jesus. He understands. He has also gone through it. Or maybe your hurt is because of our frail bodies and minds with ailments, injuries or mental illness. He gets that. His time on the cross was torturous, physically and mentally. He got beaten, whipped, spat on. And that was just before the pain of the crucifixion hanging from nails on a cross. He also mentally suffered the anguish of taking the full wrath of God. He took all of that for you and for me. It says in the Garden of Gethsemane, before the cross, that his soul was filled with sorrow. He was overwhelmed. He was troubled. His sweat was like drops of blood because of his anguish. So if you are hurting physically or mentally, he understands your pain. You can pour out your heart, your emotions, your thoughts to Jesus. He gets it. He's gone through it. So we know that God cares when he hurts, when we hurt, as he suffers for us. And the fact that Jesus suffers for us and understands our suffering is so important as a Christian because suffering is an unfortunate reality of being of life, but as a Christian. This world is broken. It's not what it's meant to be. It's not yet finished. People are cruel and hurtful to each other, but even to Christians. The sad reality is that Christians suffer. We are persecuted and often hated by people because of our faith. Because Jesus says that he is the one, that he is in charge, and people don't like being told that Jesus is in charge. They want to be in charge. And so, God's people suffer. All throughout the New Testament, the early Christians would suffer. In almost every New Testament book, there is a reference to Christian suffering. So when you suffer for being a Christian, by losing friends or family, by being teased or mocked, you aren't alone. All around the world, there are Christians suffering for their faith with you. Our Lord suffered as well. Our Lord suffered for us. And I want to gently challenge you, if you haven't suffered for being a Christian yet, firstly, praise be to God, that is a great thing. And we shouldn't aim to suffer, but if yeah, we should walk around being a bit of a dick and being like, oh, they don't like me, that's persecution, I'm suffering. But if you haven't suffered, so we should still be loving and caring to people, but if you haven't suffered, I want to challenge you, is it because you're hiding your faith? Are you shying away from opportunities because you're afraid? Are you shying away from talking about Jesus with your friends? If you are afraid, then hopefully you can take heart at the beauty of Jesus, at the hope that he is better. We are saved into a glorious new creation. We are saved to be best friends with Jesus. And being friends with him is so much better than being cool at school. The sufferings now and potentially losing a friend are worth it. Romans 8.18 says, For I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. There will be glory revealed to us, in us. The sufferings that are of this present time, they will not be forever. So finally, we know God cares when we hurt as he suffered for us so that we don't have to suffer forever. The sufferings now, they won't last. That can be so hard to feel in the moment after years of praying and pleading with God to heal you. It is it's so hard. So please, please don't stop praying. 
please keep going. Please keep pleading. God is answering. He really does care. Sometimes he does answer with a yes. I've seen, I had a friend who has been struggling for months with struggling to sleep for months. Um, and I prayed for him, and the next morning he was like, best sleep I've had in ages. God does answer. I've had friends who've been healed um, from their depression. Um, if you came to acoustic sessions a few times ago, you would have heard Josh Irving being healed from a broken arm. We have a healing God. He wants to heal. But unfortunately, we aren't promised healing in this life. We may not get healed on earth. But this earth will pass and we can look forward to a day when we will be healed. God is a healing God, a death-defying God. And we see that in the story of Lazarus when he heals the hurt of many people. We didn't read it today, but if you look at verse 43 with me. When he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to him, continue on, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Firstly, and most obviously, he raises Lazarus from the dead. Death is defeated. Our king is powerful, and we know that he will save all who believe in him from death. For those who believe in him, they will not perish, but will have eternal life. In the struggle of the here and the now, Jesus shows us that in him is life, true life. In this raising of Lazarus, he also heals the hurting of Mary and Martha and those watching who are mourning. They now have their brother with them. They have no need to mourn. Jesus has healed their pain. All throughout the Gospels, we see story after story after story of Jesus healing sickness and illness, healing the blind, healing the paralyzed, restoring those hurting, building up those who are outcast, giving hope to the hopeless. He is a healing king. He gives us a glimpse of what God's kingdom, the eternal kingdom, is all about. There will be no more hurting. There will be no more pain. It's about peace and being right with God. So if we trust in Jesus, we can take heart. We can look to the future where there is a time where our hurting will cease. God cares about us and promises us certainty that we will be healed, that suffering has an end date. Revelation 21 talks about a new heaven and a new earth. And verse 3 to 4 can give us complete assurance and confidence in our healing. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe up every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. And that's the other person just before. <laughs> so how beautiful is that? If you are hurting, if you are suffering, now or in the future, we can look forward to that day where there will be no more pain. Long for it, because it is going to be great. If you have a broken body or a broken mind, you will be healed. You will be restored when we dwell with God. We know God cares when we hurt, as he suffered for us, so we don't have to suffer forever. I hope and pray that God will heal us all. I hope and pray that you will trust in his goodness always. But suffering is hard, and it sucks. 
But God is a good God. He really is. There is so much more to say about suffering and hurting. But I hope you can see that the answer to this big question of God does, of does God really care when I hurt is yes. He really does. I hope and pray that you guys will be friends and family members who reduce suffering, who limit suffering, who listen well, who pray for each other, who check in with each other. Are you creating a safe space amongst your friends to check in and to speak about real things? Are you listening to them, asking them how they're going, letting them share? If you want more help on how to be a good brother or sister in Christ to someone hurting, you can check out the Christchurch's Care Ministry course. Um, it's on the screen. You can head to the Christchurch website, scroll down to the bottom. Um, it is really so helpful um, in helping us practically love and care for those suffering. It also answers a lot of the qu- other questions you might have uh, that I didn't get to answer today, like why? Why does suffering exist? How can I care for someone hurting? What does suffering as a Christian really look like? Go check it out. It's amazing. Um, if you want to know more about what's in it, chat to Huey Craig, who's finished the course. How good is it, Huey? Great. Great, yeah. So close. God, and we'll watch a video after this, but God cares so much for us because as he suffered for us, so we don't have to suffer forever. Go back to slides. Look at that. That beautiful guy. That's James again. So it's, it's done really well, and there's some really good quality people. These guys um, who are part of the care staff here. So if you have problems, you can reach out to staff members, and they will love you and care for you. You can see there's lots of things on how to love and care for people. So, yeah, so to close, God, we know that God cares for us when we hurt, so that we don't have to. He suffered for us, so we don't have to suffer forever. Amen.